This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go on a podcast on a Thursday. Al Dukes, what up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Yes, a Thursday podcast. One thing that uh, did not come up on this, and it is sad news. We don't like to do a lot of sad news, but just wanted to give a shout-out, Jerry. Uh, Adam Schlesinger of Fountains of Wayne passed away from coronavirus. You're very sad. I did hear that. Yeah, I think he, he was 52 years old. They, uh, their big hit was uh, Stacy's Mom. She's got it going on. Has got it going on. He also wrote the song for the Tom Hanks uh, movie, The Wonders, That Thing that You Do. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. that. thing you do. He was the the writer and, I believe, performer on the record of that no one kidding. as well. No kidding. How about that? Yes. Uh, I played some Fountains of Wayne today on the show coming back from break uh, a couple of times. Uh, they were actually from Wayne, New Jersey, I believe, Jerry. Is that, and I guess that's where the name comes they from. They got the, I guess there's like some sort of a fountain in Wayne that's called the Fountains of <laughs> That's called the Fountains of Wayne. <laughs> now, the one thing I like about this, like when someone – when someone younger passes away, they they don't really give their medical history. You know what I mean? Like so, like when somebody's eighty years old and, and they pass from coronavirus, we we know okay, eighty years old and coronavirus, bad combination, right? But I'd like to get some sort of background when it's like, oh, you hear like on the news, oh, someone who was thirty passed away. It's like, well, okay, well, what was their story? Right? Was there an underlying reason? Yeah, and I didn't see any underlying reason for um, Fountains of Wayne's uh, Adam Schlesinger. Just, who sad, just wanted though. to. Yeah, I, I always get sad when musicians die. Yeah, I'm with you, especially ones from you know our time when we enjoyed listening to them when we were younger. Yeah, I don't know why like musicians hit me more than because um, you're actors. a music guy. Yeah, and like their music, their music takes on a different meaning when you hear it after they've passed. Sure, they had a lot, a ton of catchy songs, by the way. Um, I mean, I know the Stacy's mom. I'm sure there are more. Yeah. I know, but I don't. Top of my head, I don't know right yeah. now. I think if you played some of them, you would. Oh yes, I know this one. I know that sure. one. Sure. Sure. Yeah, you're I, probably right. And I, I saw it on the sheet this morning that you put yeah. out, and I just, I was honestly, I was cutting sound all morning, and I never really got to, you know, even go to Spotify and pull up right. the songs and you know add them. That's another thing that's always interesting is when someone passes away, the surge in downloads. Yes. That people or purchases for that matter, and albums right. or songs. It's like, well, why didn't we do this before? 
right? We remember, oh yeah, those were good songs. Let's, uh, well, I think what happens is, it's like take a band like Fountains of Wayne. So they were popular or their popularity was in the beginning probably of the CD era, right? Right. The beginning to middle. So then you, a lot of people probably had that Stacy's Mom CD. And then it's in wherever you have your CDs now, which you never use. So then when you hear so-and-so passed away or you hear their song in a movie, you go, oh, that was, I had that song. I had that album. Now let me download it. Yeah. Because I have no idea how to play a CD anymore. Well, and you bring up a really valid point because this Thank week you. on the this week on the podcast, we've discussed a couple of times yeah. how me and my wife found a few boxes that we had unpacked for the first time in two and a half years. And one of them, um, I had about 15 to 20 CDs. And I'm sitting there looking at them like, what do I do with these at this yes. point? Like, I can't even come up with a scenario that I would ever play them because everything's digital now. I don't have a, D, a, a CD player, even if I wanted to play them. The cars don't have CD players anymore. So what's the point in even holding on to them? And yet at the same time, it feels stupid to just throw them out. Yeah, I have a hard time letting go of the CDs that were important to me as a kid. Like the ones where it's like, oh man, this this CD sure. meant something to me. The other ones, years ago, I think you were the one who told me about this. And this is going back years ago now. You and I sold a bunch of our CDs. Do you remember there was a, there was a website yeah. where, where 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 you had to punch in the, the the UPC code in the back? And they tell you how much the CD was worth, <laughs> and then you just ship a gigantic box of CDs. To it was this awesome. Company. It was that, awesome. It was that, and also the if you sell, I remember on eBay, I would sell five CDs for a penny. Yeah, and then I was charging twenty dollars to ship. So stupid. <laughs> I remember I made hundreds of dollars. Like I would load all of the CDs into my, at that point, Apple iTunes. Right. So I had them on my computer. And then I was just shipping off these boxes and boxes. And the company that did it would even, they you'd print out a shipping label where they were paying for shipping. It's amazing, isn't it? Yes. They were making money somehow. Yeah, we made some money, Jerry. Did you ever go to the place? God, it's in Red Bank. I can't think of the name of it now. It's a record store. I think it's still there, too. Yes, you ever it go is to still like, there. What's the name? You remember the name of it? I don't, but it's like all um, it's all a lot of used CDs. Yeah, really cool, actually. I haven't been there in years, but I remember yeah. a few years ago in Red Bank, one of, we were at one of the parties. There's an old video game arcade. I can't think of the name of that either, but we took yeah, a Yeah, like a retro the, arcade. Yes, which is really cool, by the way. Um, and we took a, like a gander into there. It's pretty neat. Good stuff. Then I saw this guy was a guest on the DA show. I saw it on a tweet, but it seemed interesting to me. Uh, but to me, this guy's a guy who wrote a book, a sports-related book. But I think this would have been better as a Netflix documentary. Okay. Let me know if, let me know if you would watch this. Uh, the guy's Twitter handle is at WaxPackBook. It's about baseball cards. So the the concept of his book was he he randomly grabbed an unopened pack of 1986 baseball cards. Mm-hmm. He opens the pack... And he decided that whatever whoever was in this random pack of 1986 cards, he was going to go track them down and interview them. Yeah, a guy on MLB Network had been doing this for years. <laughs> really? Yeah. I wonder if this is the same dude. Mike Oz, I think, is his name. Yeah, I don't think this guy's name is Mike Oz. But I'm pretty sure I'm going to Google right now Mike yeah. Oz uh, baseball cards. And it's been a, it's like a video series he's been doing for years and years and years. Uh, old baseball cards with Mike Oz. So the first one that pops up is LaTroy Hawkins talks early <laughs> 80s with Mike Oz. <laughs> this is a great concept. 
Yeah, it's an interesting concept. If, if you can get the people to talk. Right. I guess he had a, he ran into a couple people that would not talk, one of them being Carlton Fisk, who was okay. in his pack. Interesting. Now, Carl, yeah. now, this guy, Mike Oz, because he worked at MLB, he worked at MLB yeah. Network, I believe, or maybe even MLB.com, I'm not sure. So he would have, if I remember correctly, because, again, and I mentioned this morning that I worked at MLB.com a couple of summers with Sal. Um, if I remember correctly, this guy was credentialed because he worked for MLB along the digital side. So he would have access and, like, a, a route to get to these guys. And they might have been interested. They might not have been. But, yeah, he's been doing this for years. Yeah, this guy's description of his book is, I took a pack of 1986 baseball cards and made a pact. One, I'd track down all guys inside. Two, I'd chew the gum. Three, I'd, I'd write a book about it. Interesting. The Wax Pack, it's called. Is that his Twitter handle? Uh, his Twitter handle is Wax Pack Book. Wax Pack Book. Yeah. Uh, I would like that more, though, as a documentary or as a video series like this uh, Oz fellow is doing. Mike Oz. Mike Oz. Yeah, I wonder if it's the same guy. I guess not. I don't think it is. I don't, I remember this guy's name because he was a guest. Uh, this guy had a very hard to, when you look at the spelling of his last name, you'd be like, hmm, how do I say this? Oh, okay. Gotcha. And he was on with DA yesterday. I saw DA tweet it out, and I listened to the interview. It was interesting. There were, the other bad thing about doing it as a book, when you want to be interviewed, we're essentially going to find out everything in the book in the short interview. Okay. That's the I other problem. Yeah, makes sense. Then, Jerry, I got a uh, an instant message, a direct message on Twitter from a guy named Carjan. At okay. Carjan writes to me, and he says, companies are now sending out emails saying that the sell-by dates on their foods can be extended. And he asks, have we been had all along? Really? Yeah. I haven't received any of these. Me neither. But this guy says he's getting emails from food companies that say, hey, just so you know, the sell-by date, you could add a few days to that. or It's just a guide? A guide, yeah. So he's well, right. About, We've been had. How about this? So Kim bought um, at Dearborn, they make these really cool little honey pretzel snacks. Oh, and they make them there, so it's not like it's... Oh, you know, I like com- that. Right. It's not like it's being shipped in, but they seal them and everything, and they're really good. You grab a handful. It can't be many calories. It's nothing. But it was funny is anytime we get something there, their sell-by date is usually, because it's fresh, usually a few days. So we buy the cold cuts. You, you know, they give you the sell-by date three, four days, and it's enough, right? So we're outside yesterday, and she brings them out onto the deck. I'm like, oh, let me grab a couple of these. So I'm, you, I'm looking at the label. The sell-by date, I think, was August of 2021. 2021? I was like, wow. I'm like, I guess pretzels <laughs> really hold, huh? Once you <laughs> seal them. Because <laughs> even, even a stale pretzel, I guess, Jerry, is still delicious. It's Yes. I mean, I've always called... It's funny because um, I've always called pretzels the Van Halen of snacks. It's like, you want to listen to music? I love Van Halen, but I would never think to put them on. Mm-hmm. But then once I put them on, I can't take them off. Well, you think, why haven't me, I played Van Halen all this time? Yeah. Same thing with pretzels. You got Doritos. You got Wise Potato Chips. You got, you know, Fritos. Pretzels. Which one are you taking? Yet you, you have a pretzel. You don't put them down. I've been, uh, during this quarantine, having pretzel crisps, those thin ones. Yeah. With hummus. I love that. I'm like, boomer, I must, I must pretzels. I'm with you. I love pretzels, too. Delicious. With hummus. I do. You I like, like I, the hummus and the guac have become two things as a kid we never ate that as an adult I love. Right. 
what are you a pretzel rod guy, Jerry? You like I am. Nuggets, Probably, I would niblets. say I don't. I don't care for the nuggets. I really don't. Oh, I love um, a nugget. I love the pretzel rods for sure. Yeah, and I love the thin twists. Yeah, thin twists. And here's the funny thing: I like the store brand twists. Well, you're the one who turned me on to um, Stop and Shop yes, brand pretzels. That's right. I think they're fantastic. And I buy those now. See, look at I me. I used to be a Snyder's guy. Me helping you. Yeah, I'm not a name brand. I don't need the name brand pretzel. I prefer the store brand ones, actually. Okay. And yet, that's and fair. Yet if you, if you, and by the way, potato chips, too. Store brand are fine. But the Doritos, there's nothing like a Dorito. You cannot replicate it. Right. You can't get a fake Dorito. Cannot. No. No nacho cheese chip is going to be a Dorito. Right. Cool so. Ranch or the red one? Uh, I like the red one. Yeah. You know which one my son does now, too, is the purple bag. That's the sweet and sour. The hot, the the hot, hot. and spicy, I think. No, not the not that one. Flaming I think the hot, hot and spicy. Hot and spicy. Pretty good. Mm. Can't eat a lot of them, but they're pretty good. How about? I, did you see this real quick? Tom Brady just moved into Derek Jeter's home in Tampa. Yeah, well, I was seeing that as I thought that was a f- fake news sad. No, but I guess he, it's for reals. Yeah, his old home, and they have an I have an overhead shot. This is spectacular. Yeah, well, remember when you, he was building that? It was like a whole thing because he with the wall. Was, yeah, with the wall. Did you also see? Um, oh God, the Spice Girl who married the soccer player David Beckham, Victoria Beckham. Did you see the 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 penthouse they bought in Miami? I did not see this. This was a couple of days ago. The pictures were released. It's like whatever. It's the top floor in this building, this apartment building in Miami. The roof is a helipad for them. And oh. then as you as you look around the <laughs> penthouse, they have this gorgeous indoor pool with like, you know, eight lounging chairs. It's like, good Lord, what money can buy. Hmm. Unreal. Yeah. So. Money does buy happiness. That is true. I, yeah, some people would would argue that right. I'm I'm with you. I think in certain cases it absolutely does. Yeah, I'm not I'm not uh, I don't buy that argument. Money doesn't buy happiness. I think you but I do think you still have to be in the right situation with the right person. That's true. Like I don't think you can hate one another and just, you know, out buy your miserableness. I don't. Right. That's fair, Jerry. So. All right, Jerry, the warm-up program. That's it. We're done. That's it. We're done. All right. Uh, the warm-up program, though, that is next, and it is terrific as usual. So we'll see you here uh, on the warm-up tomorrow, Friday. So Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. All right, here we go. It's a Thursday morning as we are plotting to the end of the week. Not Friday yet, but it is Thursday, and Thursday's got a pretty cool feel to it because it means Friday's coming up next, and then Al yells holla, all that, and away we go. Al, how are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Friday no longer has a feel, and we know oh. that. We're just in the middle of, uh, it's always the middle of the week, I assume. Well, for you, for me, it still has a feel because there's schoolwork that's going on oh. Monday through Friday here. So when we get to Friday, it's a holla because they can put the books away on Saturday and Sunday. Are you a um, a homeschooling teacher now, Jerry? Like, do you my, sit down and do math and that sort of thing? My wife is. Your wife is. Yeah, Are you the no principal? Work. Uh, I am no, I am I am not. I am working in the morning with you oh. guys, and then I'm outside gardening or cutting branches down or I'm painting rooms. You should, uh, t- today, when you go downstairs after the show, you tell them that there's a new principal at this school and it's you. Right, and then I'll be shown the door. 
Cool. No, Jerry. You too. And then if those <laughs> kids get out of line in class, the teacher, Mrs. Recco, sends them down to the principal's office. My kids don't get out of line, my man. Well, just checking, just to let them know there's a new principal in town. Jerry, I see that. Um, see where you stand on this one. Adam Schefter. I don't like it at all. Adam Schefter was on SportsCenter. I looked to see if it was a tweet. In fact, it was a SportsCenter. And he criticizing the NFL for conducting the draft with, quote, carnage in the streets. Yeah, I think, all kidding aside, I yeah. saw this and my first thought is shut up. Just yeah. shut up. Shut it. Give us something of some normalcy. Yeah, there's carnage. Right, we get it. Every People are sick. Okay, fine. It actually gives us something other than watching the news and finding out all this terrible news. At least we have something that we can wrap our head. You know what I like? Mark Cuban. We'll play his clips coming up. Schefter, zip it. This Mark Cuban, is he just out uh, doing media constantly? Every day we've got clips of Mark Cuban. He's on this show, that show, this podcast, that podcast. Well, Cuban's he's very gettable, number one. He likes to talk, too. He's promoting Shark Tank 3, which is oh. kind of cool. I know you like that show. Love Shark Tank. Um, plus, he's a big player in the NBA, owning the player. Mavericks. He's contemplating, although he won't say it, a run for president at some point because he's got a lot of money and he can put together the campaign. Um, so there's a lot of different places you'll find him. The clips I have this morning that we'll play come from him sitting down with Yahoo Finance. He did nine Yahoo minutes. Yahoo Finance? Yeah, and they did a lot, uh, Al, on investing, Oh, which was actually pretty cool. They did a lot on the NBA coming back and the safety of the NBA when they come back. So it was really um, it was all-encompassing of an interview, and it was actually pretty cool. I, I, I could listen to Mark Cuban talk all day long. He's got really good ideas. He's well thought out. He's well spoken. And uh, so, yeah, we'll play some more of that coming up soon. You ever wonder, like, Every time I watch Shark Tank, and I love it, I watch the reruns on CNBC. I'm, like, constantly locked in. How do these people, Mark Cuban in particular, how is he involved in all of these businesses and running the Mavericks? And how does he do his taxes? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right, right. We no think way that he can. All- I no know. way he can turbo tax that. No, I don't think so. I don't think he's doing it on the free one. Um, <laughs> Do you have ownership in any uh, businesses? Yes, 5,000 of them. <laughs> well, I like when they do the – Lori's my favorite. I love her. I think she's Lori. great. Yeah, and she'll always talk about the, the QVC and the shopping network stuff and how she's got so many ins here and she's got people that can do this and I can help you with this and it's going to be me that's helping you, not my people. I'm thinking, how do you have enough time in the day right. to help someone that's selling you know chocolate-covered beans now? when you're running all these other businesses and you, oh, by the way, have to tape the show. I like when they go like, uh, when Lori will say like, oh, I could get you on QVC and then they'll all jump in. We all could get on QVC. <laughs> Not a big deal. We all have contacts at Target and Walmart. Blah, 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 blah. You just sounded like Donald Trump right there. Not a big blah, blah, blah. deal. We can incredible. all do it. It's incredible. <laughs> it's funny. Jerry, if I might go back to Adam Schefter real quickly. Yeah. Okay, so I was looking to see if this was a tweet when he said that he didn't like the NFL doing the draft with carnage in the streets. I was going to, like, retweet it with my own comments. Right. He's still tweeting out dopey NFL signings while there's carnage in the streets. So why does he get to continue to do his job? Listen, I couldn't agree with you more, and I like Schefter. I think he's good at what he does. And we like him. I do. I think he's good on TV. He's his good. His reporting's fine. I just don't understand why you would have this take, unless, unless he wants people talking about him. Because to me, it makes no sense. It has been the only bit of normalcy that we have had through these very tough times, and it allows you to think about something else for five minutes. Right. Something else that's taking my mind, in particular, Jerry, off of the coronavirus, is uh, Paige Spiranak's Instagram. No, you is that love how you this say girl. Her last name? I believe so. Yeah. 
Well, she says that her insta she's staying positive on her Instagram amid coronavirus. Good. And I agree, Jerry. I've been checking it out because I need some coronavirus positivity. Right. She mainly wears tank tops and then tells you how do you should be relaxing and not be getting caught up in coronavirus anxiety. Good for her. So I'm sure her photos help you do that. Photos, videos, this sort of thing, Jerry. I'm looking for inspiration in these trying times. Could you and imagine I've found look, it in Paige Spiranak? Could you imagine looking like that and having the talent? Like, let's say you're a good-looking dude, I and am, you yes. had the talent to be able oh, to play with, golf and make yeah. money. How about that? Yeah, that uh, that is the way to go through life, Jerry. If I could only be good-looking with talent, that would be something. That would be something. That would be awesome. That'd be totally awesome. We now either have one a of us have that. Um, what about combined? Is one of us good looking? One of us have talent? Because I think as a team, we could we could really start taking over. I'm really not sure, to be honest. <laughs> Jerry, good news. I have a date now for the Buccaneers new uni- new uniforms. Uh, that date is uh, Tuesday. Great. Go have a party. So we'll know. And it's even more exciting now because Tom Brady's on the team. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I don't care about these what? uniforms. I do not in the right, least then, bit care about these uniforms. Well, then maybe you care about the new Browns uniforms. They've announced those are coming this month as They're well. They're going to be the same. It's going to be a big April here, Jerry. Very big April. Do you remember when the Jets announced the new uniforms and we were all excited to see yeah. them? And all they did was add a stripe to the arm? <laughs> yeah, just like, yes, I mean, yes, it's, it's going to be very It's a money subtle. grab joke. All it is is making you buy new jerseys and they're nothing different. Well, for the Bucks, we need uh, Tom Brady jerseys anyway. So you'll well, just that's, wait well, if you have a God, come out. Yeah, but if you have an old Godwood one, just put a new nameplate on. You just got it. peel it off, right? That's what <laughs> that's I would all. do. Yeah, I always it. wondered that, like, if I was ever taken on a team, like, let's say a, a team drafted me or something, would it be cool to take a number of a player who was popular there who left because the fans still have that jersey? No. There? No, I think you want to be your own person. Oh. Because you yourself would know. Let's say you were on the <laughs> Cowboys back in the day, and you yeah. came in after Staubach or Danny White, yes. and you wore number 12 or number 11. You in your heart would know those were not Duke's jerseys. That's true. In any way, shape, or form. I'd be just hopping on the bandwagon. Well, but you're good at that. But I'd make all the fans happy. They'd be like, now we don't have to get new jerseys. I'll just peel off the name on the back, and this is now a Duke's jersey. Yeah, I don't love that. I have seen fans do that, where they actually take the nameplate and they put, like, black tape over it. Yeah. Uh, no good. Get I've your own that. name and number. Be original. Be your own thing, Jerry. Be your own thing. Uh, Steph Curry uh, had to buy a uh, hoop for his driveway. Yeah, I have I have experience with this. And he had to, uh, I guess he had to assemble it because of uh, coronavirus. Can't bring anyone over the house to do it for you. He says he was very overwhelmed by the directions. So Same I'll tell here. You. I'll tell you this. When Matthew turned, I want to say six, I believe it was. So we're going back almost ten years now. For his birthday, we bought him the basketball hoop for the for the driveway. The one where you fill it with sand or water to keep it yeah, awesome. pointed into the pavement. Exactly right. Matter of fact, we still have it. It's actually a really good, uh, a, a good uh, piece of equipment. So I remember at the time I was still getting home, same time, 1230. And Kim would pick him up at school around, they'd be home at 2.30. I said, it's perfect. I will get home at 12.30. I'll get right to it, and it will be ready for him when he gets home because it was his birthday. You got two hours to get it together. Yeah, about 2.15, I remember calling her right before she grabbed him from school. Take him out to lunch. 
And then uh, why don't you take him to Carvel after that? <laughs> what happened? It seems it, easy, right? Uh, uh, you, you put a pole up, you stick it into that plastic thing, you fill it with sand, and it seems put the very, net on. Yeah, the problem, it does seem easy, and you're right. In theory, that is correct, but there are little pieces to get the rim attached to the backboard, the backboard attached to the pole, the pole attached to the the sand base. Then you got to fill it. It takes time to. It took. It probably. I wouldn't say five hours. I bet you it took me close to four though. It seems so simple, and it's not. It just. It's just time consuming. That's all. I like when the directions that come with these things, no matter what it is, if you're putting together like a TV stand, no matter what it is, they'll always say. Um, if a piece is broken or you're missing parts, don't return this to the store. Right. Call us. <laughs> Bull crap. I'm going <laughs> right back to the store. This I also, don't work. Now, I get the sense you are the type that does follow this direction when it says mm-hmm. make sure you take all the pieces out and make I sure do. you have them. I will follow directions no matter what I get. If I got a brand new coffee grinder, I'm going to sit down like it's a book and I'm going to read everything before I even begin to plug it in, put it all together. All right. I don't. I don't go that far, and I do follow the directions for installation, but we had, for instance, a, a TV stand that I put together what, however many years ago it was, and it was a million pieces. There was no way I was going to count out all the bolts, nuts, screws, washers. There was no chance. I just I went step by step, and I hoped everything was there, and it actually worked out okay. I hate anything that you put together that has those like wooden... Oh, pegs. I like those. Because <laughs> really? you, a, a, you have to put a dot of um, glue... In the well, some peg do. hole? Some do, not all. Then the peg? It depends on if they give you a peg that's long enough. Right. Because if the peg's too short, then you need the glue. I think we have to take a break. That's, right all, out, uh, that's all life is about, Eddie, have, uh, Jerry, having a peg that's long enough. I suppose you could say that. That is very yeah. true. And thank when, you for saying that. When we come back, <laughs> Al will tell us about his peg that is or is not long enough. It is. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, taking you up until 6 o'clock when Boomer and Geo join us next. Al, what else you got? Jerry, uh, yesterday, uh, Sandra Lee, she's the ex-girlfriend of Governor Cuomo. I thought she does cake. Uh, different Sandra Lee, I believe. Okay. Uh, the, she were, They were together for 10 years, boyfriend and girlfriend, and she was uh, contacted by page six of the New York Post. She says she's sick of all this nonsense nipple piercing talk that, I agree. Uh, that the uh, Internet thinks that uh, Governor Cuomo has nipple piercings. Could not agree with her more. Of course, unfortunately, she didn't confirm or deny it. And then yesterday, when the governor did his press conference, wore a jacket. Interesting. I suppose. Not interesting? I think very interesting. I bet we I never saw the see pictures. him. I saw the pictures. It's, I bet we know. never see him without a coat on, even like July. And a hilarious local reporter asked Governor Cuomo whether he has nipple rings. He's gone from local hero to state heel. <laughs> <laughs> that was from yesterday, Jerry. I like, to follow up. I like to follow up on my stories that I do here. Yes, and what else do I have here for you, Jerry? I don't uh, know. Oh, did you see? Let me give you this one. O.J. Simpson in the news. Why? Why? <laughs> Why not is the real question, Jerry. He thinks that um, Carol Baskin of uh, the Tiger King documentary, yes. he thinks she did kill her husband. Yeah, I think everybody does. Well. I do. Don't we think if anyone would know? Mr. Orange James Simpson. How about how about, at this? how about watching that show, right? Yeah. 
and then looking at her husband. He's got to go to bed sometimes at night wondering, I wonder if I'm going to be food tomorrow. Right. <laughs> right. You got to be careful what you drink if she gives you, here, have a Coca-Cola. Yes. Uh, could you just bring me the can and I'll open it? <laughs> you think he signed a prenup? Um, that's a good question, Jay. She seems like she's pretty dominating, so there had to have been a prenup. Oh, very dominating, yeah. She wears, <laughs> as they say, she wears the leopard print pants in that family. Her whole house is leopard print. <laughs> yeah, she's so, very yes. big into the leopard print. And Kendrick Perkins, he used to play in the mm. – I was going to say the oh WNBA. My God. He's not with Joe and Evan all the time. Kendrick Perkins is? Yeah. He says his credit card was denied the other day because uh, he had a $16,000 bill on there from his kids buying Fortnite skins. Yeah, I believe that. Do you even know Classic what that Classic Baseball continues tonight and every weeknight on The Fan.